Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Behind the Edge podcast. This episode will be shorter than usual because we're missing Kai. We don't know where he is, and it's kind of late. Um, so we're going to go ahead and jump directly into a little bit of housekeeping. We had a couple of emails, so thank you very, very much for that. The first one, uh, the better of the two emails, is from Jay. I don't know how to pronounce your name. I apologize, and I don't want to sound like a dipshit on my own podcast. It says, hi, guys. Just got done listening to episode 46. Kai, congrats on ordering an MT custom knife. I just got my second one last month, and I really like it. I went for a bolsterless Genesis model with vintage micarta, dark RWL 34 blade, and dark and tie everything else. Materials in yours sound pretty amazing. Getting back to episode 42, you asked on what criteria I based my choice for knife of the day. I'm very ashamed to say that it's fucking silly. Every day of the week has a theme for me, starting with the first letter of the day. So, Micarta Monday, or M390 Monday, Titanium Tuesday, Warncliffe Wednesday, or Wooden Wednesday. I've not heard Wooden Wednesday, that's a, that's a nice <laughs> one. Um, titanium Thursday, or Tonto Thursday, Framelock Friday, or Fixed Blade Friday. And on weekends, I usually carry a slip joint, I guess because slip joint Saturday, slip joint Sunday, paired with a custom knife. Based on the theme, I tend to choose a knife I haven't carried in a while, but sometimes I just carry a knife I feel like carrying. So, when you're done laughing at my silly shit, what do you guys base your knife choices on at the start of the day? Kind regards from Netherlands, Jake. So, Vex, why don't you go ahead and tell us what intricate algorithm your brain goes through to pick your carry knife. Um, so, lately, I've only been carrying, like, three different knives, which is kind of stupid. That makes you... It puts you in perspective, like, why do I even own other knives if I don't even carry them? So, mainly, like... I think my defining factor for my carry is how sharp the blade is. It's <laughs> <laughs> so fucking lazy. Honestly, like, so if I have a dull knife, I'm like, why would I, okay, what's the point in carrying a dull knife? Or even, like, a little dull. So do you I not strap? I do strap, but it's like, ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> but I took my, I have an Edge Pro Apex. And I sharpened a few knives on there, but I'm just like, I took it apart, because I had it just, like, on my desk, and it was, like, sitting there so I could sharpen whenever. Then I realized, I'm like, that's kind of a waste of room if yeah, I don't use it that often. Because those things are fucking huge. Yeah, they're huge, so it's like, I don't have a garage. I mean, they, we do have a garage, but I don't have my own house, so. If I did, I would probably have it set up somewhere constantly, so I'd never have to take it apart. But, yeah, that's basically how I... Just judge what I'm going to carry is by how sharp the blade is. <laughs> I and mean, usually it's like, I don't know. Um, my sham is pretty sharp. It's really sharp, actually. My One of my Thorburns is really sharp. My Sabenz is pretty sharp. And those are the three knives I carry because they're pretty sharp. So, it it, yeah. it kind of makes yeah. sense. Like, like you said, you don't want to carry a dull knife. I, I do. I think um, Bib on the Discord does something somewhat similar because i've seen it mentioned before like i'm not going to carry this because it's dull like i i, I get it i guess it, you it's... know how embarrassing that would be with like <laughs> you go somewhere and you're like with someone you know or whatever like or you're at work knife? and you're you're the knife guy right you're the knife guy and your knife is fucking dull that's embarrassing yeah it's it's that's... it's sad they probably would lose all respect for you that's like that's like you're the car guy at work. Like, oh, I love cars. Then they go in your car one day and it's a fucking disaster. And it's like disgusting. It's like, oh, you're the car guy. Your car's disgusting. Like, what the hell's wrong with you? It's kind of like carrying around, I don't know, a, a a a really fucking nice watch, right? But it doesn't have movement inside of it. it doesn't work at all. Yeah, your watch. But is it broken. looks really good. 
Yeah, I'm wearing a Rolex, but it hasn't worked in, like, the whole time I've had it. I'm too like, poor to get it service. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, I can't afford to send it service because I, whatever. But, yeah, but that's cool that you have a whole little schedule going. I mean, that's pretty cool. I mean, I I've usually done just, that. I, it, would, it would make things easier for me, I think. I do record what I carry every day, um, and I've found I'm kind of fucking boring. I think, so last year, uh, like, 14% of my carriers was the Roosevelt. I had, like, fucking 30 knives, and so much of that was Roosevelt. And the the other ones were, you know, they, they were up pretty high. It was, like, Vex had the same, like, three knives, four knives. My, usually I just pick whatever's, uh, whatever I feel like fidgeting with that day. I do cut stuff usually daily, but I'm not out here hard using my stuff, so most of it stays fairly sharp. Tape takes yeah. a long time to dull stuff that's properly heat-treated. So I really don't have anything... Um, any any really cool way to pick my knife for the day so sorry to disappoint you on that one yeah my collection's pretty um it's not very diverse anymore like at one point it's pretty diverse like with materials and steels now it's like electric blue and titanium that's like what i am drawn towards nowadays so i don't really have any like i do have my carter knife i do have my carter knife but it's like really i don't it's a real iron in my car, though. I dude, I forgot that fucking knife existed. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty cool knife. I actually um, really liked that design too. I should get it. I need to get it actually. Um, reground because oh, I sharpened it, it to like seventeen degrees per side, and like the bevel's like gigantic now, and like. <laughs> and then I um so then my dad he killed a freaking or he hunted a elk like two years ago and i used it to like is cut your up dad the meat. joe rogan pretty much but yeah i freaking we cut up meat like i'm the knife guy right so i like provided everyone with knives and like we cut for like literally a couple hours maybe like an hour and a half like cut up the meat and stuff and yeah that'll do your shit real quick i don't care what still you have oh yeah especially if you hit bone deer bones fucking yeah and i was hitting bones oh. and whatever and then i sharpened a couple knives and like then you like i said if you bring your knife to a lower angle the bevel's gonna get bigger and some knives that are thick behind the edge the bevel looks absolutely stupid like have you seen a hinderer yeah. with like a 17 <laughs> degree or 15 degree angle it literally gets it up looks, like an eighth of an inch like it's fucking it looks so stupid like people think it looks cool but i'm like that looks absolutely insane and uh, that's why there's, that's another w for the crk because as you sharpen it it gets thinner because it's a true full hollow ground grind hollow grind so, master race yeah, that's the master race. But yeah, anyways, that's um, that's how I pick my carry. How do you pick your carry, Jake? I I I literally just whatever I feel like fucking with that day. I I have a little uh, master valet tray beside my my work desk, so when I come up here at seven a.m., I'm like, here's my seven knives I have, and I'll, I'll rotate through those sometimes and swap them out the rest of my collection. But I just usually grab one of those. I'm like, okay, this is what I'll use today if I go anywhere or do anything. Nothing all that exciting, but if it's dull, it definitely does not get used. I, I yeah. I try to. I don't think I really have too many dull knives. I usually try to be pretty, pretty quick about sharpening them. I have the, uh, the work sharp, so, you know, I, I get one good sharpen and the tip's completely gone. But that's okay. Um, we forgot to mention that Kai is actually in the call with us, but he's at work currently, so he can hear everything we're talking about. 
So which is kind of creepy, but yeah, he's an audio yeah, he, voyeur. He told us to tell everyone hi. Hopefully, people still listen to our podcast because that'd be pretty awkward. But, yeah, if no one listens to this, he's like shouting into the void. Yeah, but thanks for the email, um, Jay. Yep. But yeah, we don't really have any cool ways to carry knives. But We're I mean, the teach their own, right? I mean, I should do electric blue. Every day that ends with day is electric blue day. So that's the that's a future for me. That's what I want my future to be like. It's just electric blue everything. <laughs> electric blue every electric single day. Electric blue in my car life. wrap. <laughs> All right, we got yes, an email sir. also from Mercon, the person I fucking hate the most in the world. Dear Abby, my name's not Abby. Dear Who Abby, Abby, I don't fucking know. Why don't production companies heat treat their knives higher than 60 basically ever? Well, uh, Mercon, I don't know anything about steel. Uh, period. Uh, I, I really don't. I know names, and I know below 60 bad, normally. Um, I, I think it, and, and I'm sure Vex has his own opinion on this as well, I think they don't do it because they don't have to. Most of these people out here buying fucking Benchmades and shit, they don't know what knife hardness is, they don't fucking care, they'll take 52 HRC M4 and, and be happy with it. It'll dull out slightly less quickly than their Kershaw or their CRKT, and they're like, oh, this is so much better. I think it's just, they they don't have to, so they're not going to. They're not going to make the effort. Yeah. That's just um, bare minimum. Yeah, that's, um, I mean, when you can't say, what did he say? He said, he made a bold claim there. Why don't production companies heater? Because, let's talk about one company right away. Yep, the fucking... CRK. CRK. Uh... I was going to say Spider-Co. Yeah, Spider-Co too. Spider-Co too. Shirogorov, I mean, but these are obviously... Okay, Shirogorov and CRK are pretty expensive. I was going to say, it's a big fucking... J- even even from CRK to Shiro, that's still a couple hundred dollar jump. Yeah, Spider-Co, I mean, their heat treat for how much they put out is pretty good. And yeah. I can't... Okay, it's like... It's hard to say Spider-Co overall because we're talking about, like, gold in our Taichung. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 we're not counting Seki City. No offense. Yeah. Or China. Like, I don't... I don't care. I don't know any numbers for Seki City. I think someone was what knife just came out from Seki City had um K three ninety, but it's like sixty five HRC, which Holy is pretty shit. good. So it's like Seki City's in Japan, so and Japan historically in the world has been really good at knife making and stuff, so they should. And they have Maniago no, what's the other they're in Italy too. I don't know what Ugh. it's just Italy. More like it's Maniago, but I, I don't know I, many Italian knives that have good heat treats. Yeah, and it's like, that might be changed, because that happened, like, years ago now with Lion Steel, but it's like, who knows, because I am never buying a Lion Steel ever in my life, so I really don't care, but, so you're wrong there, Mercon, so. Yeah. Sick, just kidding. <laughs> no, but uh, I, I just think it's, they, they don't feel the need to. People don't fucking like, care, so. And if I guess, if I made an honest guess, say if I, if, if, if I'm from a production company and I'm, like, tell my employees, like, okay, okay, let's. He treat them the still lower. It to me it'd be for belts and sanding and all that shit because you'd save way more money by sanding less knives and all that shit if you have a softer still. But I mean, I might just be talking about no ass. But well, no, I can't you, prove that. you do make kind of a good point because I'm I'm guessing there's the same people that that when they f- get busted for running steel at fucking fifty two HRC, fifty four HRC, they're like, it's easier to field sharpen. No one's out here fucking sharpening their knife on a rock. And if they are, they're not buying a fucking Benchmade. 
well, I don't know. Maybe they are. Maybe they are. I don't. I don't fucking know. I don't know what people use bench baits for apart from stabbing terrorists. All right. Is a big secondary bevel better or worse for cutting than a small one? Assuming the behind the edge thickness is the same on both. What if the behind the edge thickness is larger, but the secondary bevel is large as well? Okay, I'm assuming by secondary bevel he means the actual like cutting edge. See, yeah, secondary bevel is the cutting edge. Yeah, I, I'm I'm a, I'm a little stupid. I, I didn't I didn't think I was that stupid, so I got that part right. Okay, so is a big cutting edge better or worse than a small one? Uh, they perform about the same in my That's experience. Actually, I think. I think if it's too big, it, it it might be worse. What? If if you have a, a really large secondary bevel, like like you're talking about, like where you you know uh, sharpened your your riot iron to seventeen degrees per side, if it's if it's really really well, he did say assuming the behind edge thickness is the same, eh, it probably would make a fucking difference. It'd be difference. better. So if you have a knife that has it's it's twenty degrees or twenty um dial behind the edge and one's sharpened to like twenty five degrees per side, another one's sharpened to fifteen. The fifteen will cut better because of the lower angle. Yeah, I guess it's 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 a more gradual kind of step up to that the twenty thousand behind the edge. So yeah. Um if the behind the edge thickness is larger but the secondary bevel is large as well. Um I know this is the Behind the Edge podcast. I don't think Behind the Edge thickness being a little bit larger is really going to make that big of a difference. If you're talking about like 17 versus 20 thousandths, I don't think it's going to be a huge deal. And if you're going from like, you know, 17 to 25 thousandths or 17 to 30 thousandths, yeah, it's going to be, you know, it's going to make a yeah. difference. So the angle you sharpen at is way more important. Dude, the geometry in your sharpening is more important then your thickness behind the edge, then your com- composition of your still, as far as cutting ability, as far as the ease of cutting. Now, when you talk about how long will it cut for, your angle, your sharpen angle, is also in that question too, because the higher angles, you gotta look, just look at a, just look at the, I don't know, pull up some program, you could look at different angles of triangles, and see the tip of them, if it's a really, like, obtuse, obtuse edge, like, 30 degrees per side, so 60 degrees inclusive, the tip is going to get sharpened down real easy because it's really shallow. And if you sharpen it at 15 degrees per side and it's 30 degrees inclusive, and the point is like really, it's really pointy, I guess, the edge, then obviously it'll last longer because there's more point to it than a really obtuse angle. The only thing you really risk with that is maybe edge chippage because it's thinner. But yeah, exactly. And like you just sharpen the heat, and that's when the heat tree and the composition comes into play as far as the lower angled um, sharpening jobs because it's like certain stills, their um, microstructure are just better. So when you um, sharpen a knife to a really crazy low angle, that the structure of the steel. It, it it's different for each still because they're different, obviously. And some stills yeah. perform better under these super crazy grinds and angles, you know. And and also that has to do with heat treat. Like obviously, then you go into heat treating and stuff. So there's it's a yeah there's a it's yeah pretty, I think um, it's a bit of a general question, but in depth. But uh, secondary bevel being larger, 
it like Vex said earlier, it looks fucking stupid in some knives. But that's why you buy a hollow ground knife. You don't buy flat ground. Flat ground bad. Exactly. Like and like I said, that's just my opinion. I think it looks stupid. I think. I know it's fact. Yeah, it does look pretty stupid. And then like obviously, if, if, if you're gonna do ten percent or fifteen percent of your knife blade is fucking just edge. That's, yeah. that's too much. It's too much. It's like, yeah, that's it just it looks stupid. I don't care. And honestly, this is not even a. a opinion this is a fact like knives that are way thinner behind the edge are also way easier to sharpen also way easier to maintain yeah it's you're like grinding just way down easier less material yeah and you and you yeah and you sharpen less material every time you sharpen it because there's way less still to sharpen so yeah, it's gonna function longer before turning into a fucking wedge yeah and kai he's in the chat and he agrees with us because we're always right right he says also secondary bevel equals lower angles to generally yes if super thick be behind the edge but not by much. All about the angles followed by BT thickness. So, yeah, I think that's, said. that's probably a good way to look at it. I think secondary bevel, primary bevel, and then the flat of the knife, if there is any, or the spine, in, in that order is probably the importance. It's it's pretty important that you don't have a fucking, you know, 40-degree edge on your, yeah. you know, that'd be terrible. Um, and then, of course, your, your primary bevel is super important. Your behind-the-edge thickness comes from there. I really don't think the spine thickness, I mean, it does matter because it matters how, that determines how thin you can really get it, you know, that along with the height of the blade. But, like, you know, a few years ago when Nick Shabazz was like, oh, the fucking spine's thick, it won't cut anything. That's bullshit. It doesn't matter nearly as much as the first two things that are going into whatever you're cutting. The spine matters in some sense of as far as the grind goes because I think... You need a certain spine thickness to get certain types of grinds. Like yeah, like I said, if, if you... Like something like that. If you have, like like Spyderco, they mostly do flat grinds, but their blades are so fucking tall, and they don't have huge spine thickness, but they can get them, you know, pretty thin. Um, same thing if you go to, like, CRK. You know, it's it's not super, super thin, slicey spine thickness, but they do a really good grind on it. But also, if you want to get a really fucking deep hollow, you have to have thicker blade stock. Or you're not, exactly. You, you won't be able to grind that deep. You'll just punch a hole through it. Yeah, so the primary bevel is basically the grind. And the secondary bevel is basically the edge. Yeah. So, I mean, they work hand in hand. Like, obviously, if you grind on your knife's dog shit, like if it's a really, um, like a saber grind, but it's like really, like what knife is it, the... You like it, the Python, the Spyderco Python. That's yeah, like a pretty. It's not as bad as everyone tells, says, but yeah, that they they could definitely have pulled that. So the the secondary or the primary bevel on that's fairly short compared to most Spyderco knives. It has a yeah. it has a decent amount of flat, um, which generally is not great for cutting. Like I, I like the Python a lot, but I'm not gonna sit there and be like, oh, it's the fucking sliciest knife in the world. It's not. Yeah, but it's like you're not. People aren't also buying that knife for that. Like, yeah, is no, that no, cool no. when you buy something like that and it's also really slicey? Yeah, but it's like you could buy a fucking open L and it'll cut better than pretty much any knife you could buy. So yeah, and they're fucking eight dollars or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I've never had an open L, but I might buy one because they really are good knives, and that's the whole point of a knife is cutting things, right? Yep. So yeah. All right. Anyways, on to the next lukewarm take. Half stops make knives more dangerous. I've had a slip joint snap to the half stop while closing, and by doing so, cut my finger. The knife was fairly small, so there was no safe way to grip it without my finger in the channel line while closing the first bit. If there hadn't been a half stop, I wouldn't have gotten cut. Um, I, In this case, you're right. On really small knives, it is more dangerous. I think overall it doesn't really matter. 
I don't like them personally. If you're gonna do something like that, I would think maybe a a fourth stop would be ideal for it to like snap it, you know, seventy five percent closed. That way it stops just before it actually gets anywhere near contacting your finger. But it's a little bit of a break to be like, hey, this knife's gonna close. Um, but I, I I don't really like half stops all that much. I don't hate them, but they they seem irrelevant. Vex, do you even have any slip joints? Um They don't really seem like your thing. I do have a buck one ten. Fucking really? Yeah, but my dad. So my dad gave it to me, and it was my it was my grandpa's. Oh, that's fucking was, cool. Like, but it's like from nineteen seventy three or some crazy shit. Dude, that's that's vintage. That's fucking sick. But yeah, so and I, I do not care about slip joints. I respect them. I respect all the makers. Tony Bowes, the Bowes brothers. There's so many legendary makers that Ron Lake. There's legendary makers that make slip joints only. But I do not give a well, shit about them. I think the thing with that is, it, like you said, respect them, right? They came first that before, you know, locking knives. But it's the same fucking reason we're not driving Model Ts, right? They're just... <laughs> we have more practical means of using these tools. Locking knives are just better. I understand some people are like, oh, it's fucking nostalgic, or, you know, it's a ritual opening closing. That's Gentleman great. carry. Yeah. yeah. And I like slip joints to, to a degree. But in terms of practicality, I don't think they're great. And I think the half-stop is just an example of that. The fact that they have to even have that fucking thing is kind of... That just shows how dated they are. And Kai wrote this. He says, unironically, I think any knife with any kind of spring it closed is, isn't safe. Super safe. Which I agree with. Like, if you're de- That's literally what you're depending on in a slip joint is how strong the spring is, right? Yeah. Like, how, how strong it's closed. I mean, so a, some of them are, yeah. like, like my fucking whaler, I know that thing's never going to go past the half stop unless <laughs> yeah, that I fucking shove it closed. That thing's... Cow pen thing, yeah. Oh, it's, that thing's fucking hard. I don't know if it's because of how big the fucking blade is or what, but that is the stiffest fucking spring I've ever felt in my life. Yeah, honestly, like... Oh, I do have another um, slip joint. It's technically... Is it technically a slip joint if there's... It's a detent slip joint. Basically, there's nothing yeah, locking yet I, at all besides a detent. I, I would I would count that. I don't know. I think slip joints in general just uses a term for non-locking knives. I, I really like... I, I've only had one. It was the um, EWC. I really want to get another one of those fucking things. Um, I own a... What's it called? The Isham Black Star. And it's like really tiny and really stupid. Like I like the profile. Yeah, I wanted I one like for a long one. time. <laughs> Holy shit. But yeah, it's, um, it's pretty stupid. It's like... It's cool, but it's just like it's like a novelty purely. It's like yeah. if you are obsessed with fidgeting a knife, that's a detent slip joint is perfect for you then. Oh, the EWC was amazing. Um, you had to be really careful with your fingers because it snaps shut just like it snaps open. But oh, yeah. they're really fucking cool. All right. Oh well, now um, it bit me, so it's mine for real now. This mentality is also incredibly stupid. Anyone <laughs> says this deserves to be judged harshly. Yeah. Um, if your knife has to cut you before you think you own it, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> what are your guys' thoughts on spring or bent clips versus bill clips versus wired clips? I know y'all gonna shit on my dislike of wired clips. I knew he'd fucking say it. I snapped a couple wired clips, so fuck you. Well, you know what? That's okay, because Spyderco will replace those for free. Personally... You just lower the bar every time, Mercon, somehow. Piece of shit. Personally, I think what actually <laughs> makes the biggest ergonomic impact is how much the curve exists at the tip to aid the pocket clip insertion. Uh... Quick interjection, I completely agree. Um, bigger curve gives you easier pocket insertion, but also pokes the hand more. Because of that, I found many mill clips feel better for me. Motherfucker. Murkon, I hate your fucking guts because I'm going to agree with you here. I know a lot of people like spring or bent clips. 
I like the wire clip personally, but milled clips just seem to work better in my hand. I don't, I don't give a fuck if a knife's a little harder to put in my pocket. I, I really care more about ergonomics. I want the knife to f feel comfortable when I'm using it. So I actually agree with you. What about what? Do, what do you think, Fex? I mean, if we're gonna talk about clips, let's be honest here. The the spring clips, it's really hard to fuck up a spring clip. Like if you, there's a bad spring clip clip on a knife or just in general, like. How do you do that? Emerson. It's literally just a bent piece of metal. Emerson. You bent the tip up where you, you know, where it goes in your pocket. It's like I've never had a, I've never had an Emerson. So Vex, I, I I'm it. not shitting you at all. I swear <laughs> to God, the clip that comes on the ZT640, it, the only thing you can really put it in is a shirt pocket. Like anything thicker than that, you're just fucked. <laughs> or like your fucking spandex it's, or some really thin material. It is fucking trash. And what, what else? So yeah, I okay. I'm uh, if you know me, if you talk to me. I don't like spring clips, not because they don't work functionally, but it's like, if I'm going to spend a decent amount of money on a knife, and my definition of a decent amount of money is like over $300, $400, and there's a fucking spring clip on it, and you know what only knife that has um, the, um, the only knife that gets away with that for me is the Sabenza. Yeah, I knew you'd fucking obviously. say it. I was about to point it because out. Because <laughs> I, I will die on this hill, the Sabenza spring clip is better than any spring clip I've ever tried, ever, by far. I'll actually agree but, with you. Um, I'm not a big fan of spring clips, honestly, but the Sabenza one, I was like, I don't feel any need to change this. It looks stupid as shit, but it works. Yeah, it's just, yeah, and it's like, I'm I, I'm buying an aftermarket um, milled clip. It's Timascus. It's from SG Knives. I think he's in Malaysia or somewhere over there. Somewhere I don't, I can't point on the map, but he's over there somewhere. <laughs> but basically, yeah, spring clips, I mean, they should work well, I think, depending on the price point. They're kind of cringe. Um, what, what yeah, like, they put a fucking it? spring clip on the Paizan. Let's fucking... Oh, my God. That oh, is yeah, so fuck. Spyderco's so stupid for that. But what did he say? He said he hates um the... What clip did he hate? Who, Kai? No, wire clips. How do you hate wire clips? Oh. Wire clips is... Dude, wire... Okay, I've never broke one. I don't know how the fuck you break one. What are you wearing, like, super crazy thick pants? Or are you snagged? You probably snagged on something. But yeah, I like wire clips. I've had a Bowie. Uh, the Chef had a wire clip. I've only had two or three wire clips, but they've worked well for me. I mean, I've had springy. a fucking lot of them. I've never broken one. I think they're good clips. I mean... Also, I they're probably... They're fucking deep carry, first off, which a lot of people don't like but spiderco the way they curve for the little finger slot makes it really easy to get in and out of your pocket it's probably the only deep carry i super like um but the wire clips they just look so they look the least like a fucking knife clip so if you so sg's from indonesia my bad anyways what the the spiderco wire clips to me they look the least like a like a knife clip yeah it looks like a pen clip exactly if you've ever seen a lami safari it looks the exact fucking same um, so I do like wire clips, but milled clips. I I generally prefer milled clips, but I will say it is super easy to fuck them up. Oh my god! Oh yeah, milled clips are like you can make some horrible fucking milled clips too. Oh yeah, like if, if we're talking okay, if we're gonna rate these three types of clips based on like functionality, like just a basic version of every one of them, spring clip and wire clip. I think spring clips are better as far as functional goes. Wire clips close second. And mill clips, I've had some fucking dog shit mill clips. The like, problem with mill clips, like spring, spring or bent clips, you kind of know your range of expectations. 
almost a wire clip's the same. And you could you could mod them. You can, can either bend be it. great or they can be shit. You could literally bend a spring clip. I, and like, oh shit, it's too tight. Oh, I guess bend it up like a little bit. And obviously, you could do that with milled clips. But if like some I, uh, clips, I bent out I my know. Roosevelt milled clip on a seatbelt, and uh, I just took it off. You know, flipped it around and bent it back with my hand. But that shit's nerve wracking. Yeah, because it it's to me like spring clip generally steel. Mill clips usually titanium. Um, yeah. titanium's a little bit softer than steel. I was I was paranoid as fuck. I'm like, I'm gonna break this fucking clip. And it's it was black tie maskets too, and I was like, I really don't wanna fucking break this clip. I didn't, thank God. But yeah, spring clips are a lot they're just a lot more simple to to adjust if you need to. Also they're significantly cheaper. If you break one they're pretty easy to replace. You know, twenty, yeah, thirty exactly. bucks tops. Titanium milled clip, some places will charge you out the ass for that. And I'm gonna bring up a new type of clip. I'm gonna call. I call it Excuse the me? hybrid clip, which is a mix of spring and a milled clip, which is like the sharp eye design. He puts on like his Evos. I don't know. I think he's done. Would all, you consider a lot of the Clark models. clip one of those? Yeah, I have. A, I have a Clark clip that's a spring and a milled, and I think that's the best of both worlds. I fucking hate it. And you hate it? I do. I, l- l- okay, which one do you have though? Send a picture. Oh uh, fuck me. Hold on. <laughs> Let's see if I can find one. Because he makes like five different clips. I feel like so. Uh, he didn't ask me what type of clip I wanted, so a little bit, but, um... Normie alert. <laughs> no, but, um... Fuck, I can't find him on Instagram. What the fuck is... What, what is his name? Clark Handmade. Clark Handmade, okay. But, yeah, so, anyways... I... That's probably my favorite clip. My so. only issue with it is the liftoff at the end is too high. The rest of yeah. it's stellar. But... And the sham is me. technically the same thing like where it's a spring and a milled yeah so i'm here here's a side profile picture of the clip now the clips it looks fucking gorgeous it works great but it has just like five to ten percent too much ramp for me um there it is so it, it just comes up a little too much it's a little excessive and and you can feel it with it being literally in the middle of the fucking knife you can feel that a little bit in your hand yeah mine looks like that i don't know you might come you might um, swoop up a little more than mine. It wouldn't surprise so. me. Um, but overall, so overall, I love the knife. Yeah, it's yeah. And the clip, mine. He um, some of it's brushed and some of it's blasted. He did like a mixed finish on most of my knife. It, it looks so fucking great. It really looks good. He fucking killed it. But it's just a little too much. So it's simultaneously one of the best looking clips I have, while being one of my least favorite to actually hold. Um, but it's not—it's yeah. not terrible. I've had—I've had way fucking worse clips. And let me tell you, my favorite clip that is technically a milled clip is the bag clip. Todd Beg, he made this clip. Really? And it has the, oh, the ball. ball. Yeah. That sh- I've had like one fucking knife that had the little ball on it. I forget what the fuck it was. Yeah. Uh, the Riot Epoch. Those things are fucking stellar. Like they don't yeah, look like they'd be good. Amazing. Fuck. The re- and I've heard the retention's um, perfect. Stories. They go in the pocket good. Yeah, it's just like the tension is the same every time. I mean, you can bend so it, consistent. but it's like it's not going to ruin your pants because it's literally a ball. So it's a ceramic ball usually. And I've heard stories of like, oh, my ceramic ball fell out. It's like, yeah, but it's probably a shitty knife. Let's be real here. But who knows? But, and yeah, Todd, that's a Todd Bag clip, and Thorburns use it. A lot of the South African makers use it. 
I mean, what's his name? Gareth Bull used on his new. Um, oh god, the, I the don't fuck fucking talk Zeno, about that. Zeno, Xenon, fucking who knows? Jesus Xerox, Christ. whatever the fuck it's called. The fucking Xerox. <laughs> but yeah, he's on that, and it's like his. He did over. He overkilled on that. That fucking ball is like some ruby. I don't know what the fuck it was, but it was, it was, it was overkill. excessive. Yeah, it was excessive. But you know what? It probably worked well though. But maybe it did it. Who knows? All right, well, that is it for uh, Mercon. Yeah, thanks for the thanks for the emails, fellas. Thanks for the, yep, thank you, guys. Uh, Mercon, I can't believe I agreed with you for once, you stupid bastard. You're evolving. That's good. <laughs> Not in a good way. All right, let's go ahead and uh, jump into carries. What do you what do you got today, Vex? Um, I left the house one time. I don't really do nothing on Sundays besides Shit, I don't do nothing any day. Shit. But, yeah, I took a, the Seb out, the Seb 31, the electric blue. Just make the world jealous. Shout out to GameCap. I'm, I'm, you have no fucking idea how, like, my mind was blown when he actually got that shit together. I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, what the, because he was sitting, like, progress pictures, like, there's no fucking way, and he's like, no, nah, I know the guy. I was like, oh, okay, good luck. And he fucking did it. Oh, yeah, he, oh, yeah, he lives by him, huh? Yeah. Yeah, he got real fucking lucky. It came out really, really good, though. Yeah. What'd you carry? Um, I, I have not carried this knife in a long time, except for the past couple days. I got the millet torrent. Um, I had an issue with the pivot backing out. I finally locked tied it the other day. It's it's one of the few smaller knives that I have that I really like. Um, speaking of no clips being shit, this one's not great, but it doesn't really fuck with ergonomics, and uh, it looks nice. The milling on this knife is incredible, but that's a, for being honest, that's about the only thing you really that's going for it. But I like the knife a lot. Yeah. All right. Well, it's, um, I haven't heard from Mill in a while, but I don't know if they're fucking dead. I contacted them because I had a while back. I gotten a um, Zerks uh, overlay for it. I was like, uh-huh. "Shit, can I get like a black and titanium clip or a Zerk clip or something like that to match?" And they never fucking email me back. Uh, so I sent it again, and they were like, "We don't make Zerk clips, thanks." And I'm like, "You that didn't answer my question, <laughs> but all right." Damn. Um, so I don't know what the fuck. I've I've heard so much shit about them. It's not even funny. Oh yeah, I've heard a lot of shit, but who knows? All right, I guess we'll go ahead and uh, jump into the news. So, <laughs> you you want you want to do this one because you seemed pretty excited. I think everyone's excited about the snack, but you seemed pretty pretty excited about it. With the snacks? Yeah. I don't really give a shit about what? Snacks, but... How yeah, f- I'll fucking do it. Jesus Christ! I thought everybody loved this knife. Okay, so uh, the the snacks vision uh, vision R, whatever the fuck it is. Um, so everyone knows that he auctioned one off for $17,000 and then did a wait list of everyone like, oh yeah, you can buy them for, what, what were they, like three grand? Yeah, like two grand? I don't know. Two grand, three grand, somewhere yeah, in there. Yeah, it's expensive. Um, and, and then he just fucked everyone, everyone over that has already bought one. Uh, I'm joking, of course, by saying that he's going to do a collab with Wii Knives this year. Um, it's Wii, so probably, what would you say, like, sub four, probably? Yeah, Price probably sub four. I'm hoping so, because I'm, I'm definitely going to be getting one. Things are fucking very interesting. Um, basically, though, he, he was like, hey, I'm going to release this knife with Wii. Because of that, it's an updated version of the one that I was, I had the wait list for, because he has a wait list going now fucking, like, 17 years that's a bit of an exaggeration, but it is a long time. Yeah, he was like, he he did he opened his books in the worst possible way. He's like, um, just hit my DMs if you want one. DM me. It's like, are you like what? How many followers does this guy have? Probably over ten thousand, right? I mean, he's probably one of the more popular like, weird knife. Yeah. So 
let's probably 10% of those were like, even if they're not really going to buy one, probably like, hey, put me down. So when you got 1,700 people waiting for a custom knife ahead of you, you got a long fucking wait. Your DMs are, dude, he, his phone was going off like for days straight. I would have just, I would just like, quit Instagram. Um, he, um, yeah, I feel like he's one of those people that are like really good at what he does, but he has zero social awareness. <laughs> he doesn't realize like what he, yeah, he has only made 13 at bit. Like that's what Kai said. He's only made 13 and our good buddy Jim in the discord, he has one. So yep. He better, um, hold on that thing. Jim forever. must've been fucking fast. I love Jim. He's the best. Thank you, Jim. Shout out. Um, but Snacks is basically like, hey, this is an upgraded version of this knife that all of you were wanting, so whether you like it or not, here's the upgraded model. Um, upgrade's a, a bit of a stretch. It's different, for sure. Uh, I like how you said upgrade, but... So the bottom was upgrade, right? Yeah, I think so. I like the top one better. I'm just going to be straight up with you. I think you should keep the, the sharpening hole, because that is a fucking the funniest thing I've ever seen on an expensive <laughs> knife ever. That is his most ridiculous, like... I I don't like the handle <laughs> on the new one. I think there's too much cut out. Like I feel like it would fuck with because wh- where your fingertips are wrapping back around, I feel like it wouldn't be comfortable. But I don't I don't fucking know. Yeah, I like how. Um, I mean, I assume no one's paid up front though. That's what I hope. Oh fuck no! So, he, so say if you he do would have deleted spot, his account if they had pay, if a thousand people gave him three grand up front. Yeah, obviously, if you pay up front for anything, unless you have a really good relationship with this maker, you're an idiot. But that's your money. If you want to spend it and get scammed, that's on you. But, I mean, I don't know any people that has been on the books. I think Sky said he wanted to try to get on his books, but it's like... I mean, like when, when, when he announced it, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. But I'm I'm not comfortable paying that much for this. No offense. I'm just to excited to see yeah. the Wii exactly. version. Sure, affording... instant buy. But yeah, the Wii version. That's what. And I guess um, there's gonna be a CKF version too. What? Which is, which to me is makes the Wii version irrelevant if it's the same exact knife. But well, I mean, for I think for most people, the Wii version would be more important because again, sub four CKF is gonna be double that probably. Um, whatever the Wii version is, I if if CKF makes one, I'll pick up both. Shit. Um, oh fuck. Fuck, that's one of the things we forgot. Speaking of CKF, they are doing a Lespect. Oh, they showed it, huh? They finally showed what it looked like. They did. Ah, oh my god. That is cool. Jim has been fucking touting his. He's like, oh, look at my Lespect. I'm like, we get it, Jim. It's fucking cool. And now I can have the the poorer man's Lespect. Lespect. Um, it, it looked really good from what I saw. Uh, I... It was, no blade picture there. It might be a fucking nightmare ground. Don't we know. shut the fuck up. Do not say that <laughs> shit. They're not gonna fuck that. Look how clean that knife looks, man. What's the the bolster's like? Mo- or what's it called? Mo- yeah, it looks Mokume? like Mokume. Um, Mokume. And Mokume? I, I like Who the knows? fucking the black tie clip with the carbon. I don't even normally like carbon fiber, but it just looks so. It looks so nice. It works so well with the lines. The design was just so fucking cool. Um, I'm I'm ridiculously excited for that, but that's late 2020 or late 2022. Late. Fuck me, yeah. God, this year's been my time's all fucked up. Yeah. Anyway, it's like once you start getting used to the year, it's like already halfway through the year. <laughs> it's like oh shit, that's what year's already almost over. Literally, it's almost March. It's still, the I'm, existential I'm still crisis be hitting different. 
<laughs> okay, you are genuinely excited about this one, so go ahead, go off, pop off. Oh my god, fellas. Just when we thought we peaked with the Sabenza 31 <laughs> and S45VN, CRK delivers again, like they always do. So you, you know when they introduced the new 31, they introduced it. The first few were made with S35. Yep. Because they're discontinuing S35, not discontinuing production of it as far as the steel, but they're not using it anymore because, like CRK always does, you know, they upgrade Shut over the years. The fuck and up. That's what they've <laughs> been known for for the last 32, 33 years. So now Timmy Reeve put this in the Chris Reeve Nice fan page, which I'm not even part of, which is kind of ironic. Big Timmy. <laughs> I don't ever join. I, the only groups I join on Facebook. Or, like, when it's, like, a lottery and I want the knife or some bullshit. I, I was, so, before I deleted my Facebook, I was part of, like, buy-sell groups. That was it. I've, I've never been part of a fan club on Facebook for a fucking knife maker. Dude, it's like, if you, okay, I use my Facebook like a boomer, so I talk to family on there like normal people and boomers. So, I, my Facebook's not dedicated to knives, because it's like... Fuck no. That's what my Instagram's for, and Discord's for, right. so it's like... Honestly, if I want if any big news comes out, someone in the Discord will talk about it, and I'll see it. I don't need to fucking. Oh, I'll know Facebook. about it five fucking minutes after it happens. <laughs> yeah, it's like two seconds most times. But so Timmy Reeve on Facebook, he added PM two OG, which, yeah, whatever. Anyways, he says, I agree. All of our purchase orders have been switched to Magnica. It will take some time to get all the S forty five VN out of the shop, which is him confirming the Magnica, which is. Epic news. So many people community. just fucking... CRK fans just lost their shit. They just jizzed. Dude, everywhere. I like, freaking almost like... I thought, this, I thought this whole thing was photoshopped. I'm like, you're fucking joking. <laughs> so now, you, then, now you're going to get a large, and you're going to pray to God you can find oh, somebody get a freaking, to put like, some electric blue. So anyways, yeah, so they're shooting for the fourth quarter of this year, 2022, to roll out Magna Cup, I assume, for all of his knives. That's the Inco C. The I can Pena. already Everything tell. Everything is relevant. This shit's... Huh? The first, like, couple hundred that come off the the lot are gonna sell so fucking quick it's oh my god quick. and um Ugh. so and he, they want to run the heat treat to 60 or so let's read the whole thing so the fixed blade heat tree is gonna be 61 to 62 hrc and the folder is 63 to 64 which is nutty for a full-blown production production company that like crk they make they make a lot of knives yeah i assume oh yeah and when they do make them they still sell out fucking instantly so yeah, this is big news for not only CRK shows like me, but like the whole industry. Because I like I, I was telling Mercon in the because I posted this in the Discord. Basically, this kind of puts the spotlight on a lot of makers now. Like, yeah, the fact that you like can get presumably really well heat treated Magna Cut for what it, what, what a CRK starts at three fifty four hundred dollars. Um, a small spends like three seventy five or something. Fucking tooling costs. Um, the fact that you can get that for that price, that's gonna make a lot of people work in Magna Cut because a lot of these knives have been around three hundred bucks. That's gonna make them really fucking work. Hopefully. Yeah. So like, obviously, Spyderco is not in this question because they already use. They've been using S forty five. They've been. I think they. I don't know if they. They just started using Magna Cut now too. Yeah. So, Spyderco is always ahead of the curve with their steels. They always are. They're like fucking this first constantly. Yeah, but, um, so that puts, like, the spotlight on Hinderer, which we'll talk about here in a minute. <laughs> the, um, Koenig, like, I'm, ta- I'm talking about, like, the direct, um, competition between CRK and the price range, I'm trying to say. Oh, oh, gotcha. Well, f- you know what, I'm gonna, 
I don't think Koenig's really. I mean, retail, they're kind of. Koenig used to be in that price range, four hundred, five hundred dollars, but now they're, they're pretty fucking expensive. Yeah, good fucking luck. Like the, I I got one of the pattern ones a while back, and I paid damn near fucking eight hundred dollars for it or something like that. And that was from a yeah. store. That was not secondhand. They they've jacked their shit way up. I think at five hundred dollars, the area is so great, but eight hundred dollars, fuck, I don't know. Yeah, so, so this CRK is, is going to fucking destroy them. And Magnica, just based off the composition and the the, the few um, cut tests we have on it, it's in the night. It's it's just basically like a tool still, as far as toughness and edge rum, a resistance, but it's also stainless. So this is like um, this is like AEBL on steroids. That I can fucking actually cut for a long time. <laughs> That's how I look at it. It's like AEBL, but it's not dog shit edge retention. I have a question. Okay, because you're you're a much bigger CRK fan than I am. Um, obviously, they're they're securing a really large part of the market by rolling out Magna Cut on already popular knife models. Do you think they're going to put out a new knife model to go along with the with the release of Magna Cut, or do you think they're just going to keep their same shit? I've um, listened to some Timmy Reeve interviews the last couple months. He's at shot show in other words he said that they do have some new designs mm. in the works or that are already finished so i mean that's kind of confirming that they're eventually going to re- release it right you would hope so y- yeah because so. i don't think they'd be spending the the money on r&d for <laughs> you know designs that i'm going to use the reason i was asking is because i was sitting there thinking i was like magna cut's fucking cool and i was like but really the people that are going to buy for example an arius versus a sabenza probably different people but if they had like a, I know they're gonna do this. But if they had like a fucking tie lock and magna cut, oh yeah, sure. I think eventually they'll bring back the tie lock. Honestly, that's just oh, a feeling God. I have that has no bearing on anything. I but that would be fucking sick. I'm telling you, dude. Oh, I passed God. on one before because it was too small. But now I've I've I have knives like way more knives than I could ever fucking use. I would probably buy one in a heartbeat. Um, I really would like to see. Because it's nothing in CRK. Most of their designs, though, I've already tried. They just really don't intrigue me. They're, there's other stuff out there that I like better. The only thing I haven't really tried is the uh, Minotti and the Umnumzan and the and the Impenda, but no one gives a shit about that. So if they would come out with a slightly more modern knife, uh, I think it could really fucking propel them. And if they release that in uh, like coinciding with the Magna Cut release, I think they could generate a lot of hype. Oh, yeah, that would be like... That'd be the icing on the cake. But, yeah, so this is big news, and I guess I'll just throw this in there, too. So, Laren, Thomas, Thomas, Thompson? Laren, Tom, I think it's Tom, I think it's Laren, Thomas. I already forgot. Hold it, well, let, me, let me look, because we're going to, I want to just think it's pretty sure, I don't know why I just forgot. Laren, Thomas. It's Thomas. I should know, because I fucking bought his book and watched a video from him today. <laughs> but, anyways, Laren Thomas, who de- helped develop the still. I mean, I think this is pretty much his still at this point. Yeah, basically. I mean, he's, that's what he's fucking so, famous for at this point. Is that, th- that there's been a lot of arguing it. lately in the discords and in the community about the HRC of this Magna Cut. Because <clears throat> a few companies have been running it pretty low, like high 50s, low 60s, whatever. But he just came out of video. I mean, this is this guy probably has the most credentials of among anyone in the whole knife community as far as steels yeah, go. Yeah, if, if anyone knives. knows the proper heat tree for it, it's this motherfucker. Like he made the steel, right? Yeah, like yeah, he definitely knows by far the most. So it's like if you disagree with him, like that's that's cool. You can disagree with anyone, but it's like you're a fucking idiot. 
then you're kind of stupid, but whatever. That's another conversation. But he pretty basically said like anything like above sixty is fine for the still. That's such a big range though, because I've seen sometimes go up to like sixty eight. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Like honestly, like I feel like you could take heat training to like a crazy level and like make it super hard. I honestly don't even know how it works. I I, I don't know much about like, steel, but I think CRK's sixty four range is probably the the safest. Bet you don't want to be too hard, obviously, but you want it to hold an edge. Uh, yeah, I th- I think 63, 64 is, is pretty. That's harder than. So right now, um, the S forty five VN sixty one to sixty two, which I mean is fine. I mean, seems I a little know. soft I think, for S forty five, but I don't know anything about fucking slides. I don't know anything about steel. I don't fucking know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a fucking. I don't have a damn PhD and um. Metal yeah, I can like barely fucking read, much less do metallurgy. But I just think people are just being too pedantic on the number. Like, they just get fixated on the HRC, and it's just like, do you have any Because HRC varies so much, even between steels. Yeah. So I said, I'm not into steels because I don't, like, chemical compositions of steels, all that shit matters to someone, and I'm I'm just, I don't have the fucking energy to to figure out about it. You think my dumbass, who failed chemistry, knows what the fuck's going on? No. But I'll tell you who does, and Larry Thomas is that guy. So if you want to learn about stills and the composition and the heat tree and all this crazy shit, I mean, and I feel like he's a nice enough guy that you could probably message him with a question, and he probably messaged you back, honestly. As long as it wasn't completely fucking stupid, don't. Yeah, as long as it's not like some re- like loaded stupid question. But, yeah, don't be yeah, a Yeah, so that's big news for, I'd say, the knife community, because I think that's going to affect... More than just CRK fans. That's going to affect other companies as well. They're like, oh shit, we need to... Because like, look at it this way. CRK is the only company, I'd say, that even has like a... The knife come with birth certificates. And that tells you when it was made, what the steel is, all that, and when, what the steel heat treat is. Like, not the heat treat, but like the, the HRC. Yeah. What other knife company does that? None of them. I, because I don't know any. I'm sure some custom knives probably do. They should. Like if you buy an expensive ass knife, I would like to know. Yeah, like like these Clark stupid or, details. You know, Roosevelt. But it, it's really funny that you mention that because we're about to talk about a company that charges more for their knives with, in my <laughs> opinion, a worse steel. And you know that they would never fucking tell you the HRC of their shit because a lot of knives in this price range, they're suffering from that same shit we talked about earlier, where they don't really care enough. Like, you think Wii gives a shit about the HRC of their M390 or whatever the hell they use? I know, like, some companies do say, like, I know, I think Wii does and Riot does, but it's like, then they actually HRT, HRC test them and it's like, not what it is, and it's just like... No, I, if I gonna, love Riot's, if like, their work's stellar, but I don't think, they probably don't go out of the way to heat treat excessively good. And it's just like, and to put a number on the HRC, that's a, like a big... Thing to do you know because it's like now people are going to hold you that standard because you're the one putting that on your fucking you're marketing that yeah so if they go and test so, it it better be that or you're gonna have to do a whole yeah. apology statement all that shit exactly like so it's like false i don't know if they i don't know if they could actually sue you for that i mean if someone had enough money they probably could because it's literally false advertising but yeah if you're gonna claim a number you better be hitting that number so and i think yeah. for a production company it's a really big deal but sabenza you know the the chris reeve that's like their fucking flagship. So, if and, and they put a lot of effort and a lot of fucking money into those. So if they say it's yeah. going to be 63, 64, it's probably going to be right around there. 
Exactly. So, yeah, we could hope so. So 2022, end of the year with the CKF and the Sabenza Magnica, that's a big deal. But All right, on to the inferior American brand. I feel so like Hinder this Project. is their most oh, fucking what? direct competition, too. Oh, yeah, I'd say that's their, as far as price range and, like, the whole American, made in America, that's... You're fucking... That's... You're you're another you're another W for CRKS ten up votes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but like so if you've been in that community for a while, you remember like on YouTube in like two thousand ten when people really didn't when there wasn't really much competition in the knife production world, it was basically like the holy trinity of America and it was CRK, Hinderer and Strider. Ugh. And it's just like that's aged terribly, but you know it's aged the best out of those? Obviously, CRK. It's not even debatable. I feel like it's not Strider even fell off a long time ago. I feel like Hinder. Oh, Strider fell off. I feel like Hinder has yeah. fallen off. Like they had, they had a little bit of bump with the Triway, and then they just kind of trickled back down. Yeah, Hinder Triway definitely brought them up to speed a little bit. Which I, I fuck the Triway. That's just stupid. But that's just my opinion. Yeah, I don't you're like damn Hinder. Right. Put it on bearings and leave it. Him. Yeah. So, um, so we're talking about Hinder. We never talked about the Project X, which is a new knife they just made, and. Because right now they only have the XMs, they have the Fire Tech, they have the Eclipse. Jurassic. Jurassic. So, I mean, the XM is by far their most popular design. Yeah, it's not even fucking close. So, yeah, it's just like, it's like their Sabenz, it's like their Magnum Opus, I guess. But, so, like every other company, you can't just ride your coattails for one knife forever. Even Sabenza, our CRKs had to make new models. But, yeah, so the Project X is, um... I think it's over five hundred dollars, like five hundred, five hundred fifty. Five fifty. Like it's five fifty MSRP. They retail for five. It looks like I'm looking at their website right so, now. And I honestly do. I'll say this about Hinder. I do like their blade profiles, like the grinds, not like the actual <laughs> bevel grind, like the primary. No, bevel grind, I had the way a, they grind. They're not the blade shapers. I've had like um, a couple XM eighteens, and partially because of the the ergonomics just didn't work for me. But one of them I had with like a fucking. Uh, Persian blade. I don't know what the fuck what exactly Skinner blade. That thing was so yeah. fucking thick behind the edge. Of, it, <laughs> dude, you couldn't cut shit with it. But you're right. Their yeah. blade profiles are. They do a lot of interesting shapes. They do some really really cool stuff. And some of them, like my full track, cut really really well. Yeah. So, I I like. I don't hate this knife. I think it looks kind of. It's, I mean, let's be, they already have their own um, design style, obviously. Like, they don't want to go out there too much. And then here's, like, I would bring that, okay, I hate bringing up CRK, because I talk about them pretty much every day, all day. (laughs) But, like, people always tell, oh, they always tell me, when they argue about CRK, they do the same shit, they've never done nothing new, they've never went out of their comfort zone. They made the fucking tie lock. It pisses me off they discontinued it, because it was such a, like, you know, I'm sure this is mostly hot, but it's, it was such a fucking innovative knife. Like, it was so fucking crazy. And it's still to this Dude. day, it's fucking baffling. No one else has done it, as far as I know. Um, yeah, it's like... Certainly not to the level they did. Yeah, the, the tie lock is insane. And it's on bearings, too, if you didn't know. Like, which is... Oh, CRK doesn't do bearings, dude. They're stuck in 1988. It's like, no, they already did that. They, they've, been, they've been doing that. They don't have to do it. They don't rely on... Um, Basically, things that don't matter. Bearings don't matter. Who gives a fuck about bearings? That's it's a crutch. Anyways, I, I, anyways, I, I back care, back on the project X. What I care about bearings. 
All right, but you're wrong. Anyways, just kidding. Um, so Project Fuck X, I don't mind it. Shit. It's it's weird like that. There's like there's a pivot and the screws like really big, but there's also one on the very end where I assume the backspacer goes. Is it backspacer or barrel spacer? I don't. It's fucking not. Know. I don't know so it's, it's not a. It is barrel spacers, but it has. The, it's barrel spacers that oh. hold a tool. It's the same one that was found in the full track. Um, so you can pop that tool out of the backspacer thing, and you can disassemble the knife with it. Um, it, for like they they tout it as like field disassembly. I never once did that with my full track. What it is useful for though <laughs> is me not having to find a fucking bit. Uh, your shit's yeah. right there in your knife, so it makes cleaning all that stuff super super easy. That's still one type of hardware. Or is it still like three different types of hardware? No, so it, it's one type. If you look at the the bit tool, it has a smaller bit on the very very end, and then a larger one. You just shove that into every single hole and turn it. It's Okay, it's, that's yeah. pretty nifty. I'll admit that that's pretty good. It, the the tools, the cool tools probably the, the best thing they've ever come up with, if we're being honest. <laughs> Which is, I think that's like it's a fucking bar. That's the, yeah, that's pretty big brain. I'll give them that. So yeah, that came out. They announced this two weeks ago. I know we're late to everything because we um, are terrible podcasters. But anyways, um, so released that two weeks ago. They announced it on their Instagram thirty fifth year anniversary for Hinder, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, for for a knife company to it, it you know honestly. We just kind of shit on them saying they're not as big as CRK. I don't think they are, but they're pretty fucking big for an American knife company. Dude, oh yeah, Hinder's, like, they're like CRK in the sense everything they make sells out that day. Yeah. Maybe even that minute, you know. So they released it, and yeah, they actually started selling it like a week later. And I could have bought one, like I remember, I went on the page, someone linked it, and I was on there, and I'm like, $500? I'm like, Fuck that. That's Saben that's large Sabenza money right there, buddy. I didn't buy one. And obviously you could probably stonk it right away. I'm not that type of person because I have um, a morals. Just kidding. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, some people And we know a couple of people that got them, but we're gonna talk about some juicy news. This is the main topic, I guess, for the whole podcast. And it has to do with Hinder Project X. So it came out and just like any new anything first version there's going to be problems because i'm sure new r&d went into this knife they have had new machining for scale everything's different about this i'm gonna say everything's different but there's some different things they had to make for this knife obviously yeah so yeah so i guess i've heard about it in the discord someone's talking about because they're in a the hinderer discord the not discord the facebook group the ranch which is whatever that just sounds some dude was so bitching about it. sexual to me every time I hear it. So some guy was crying about it. I mean, complaining, had complaints about it. And he basically said the action was bad. The knife was dull as shit. And one of the body screws, the the it just completely, like where you put your screw in, it just completely sheared off. Yeah, the whole so the screw's still the stuck screw. in there. Yeah, so the bit hole actually sheared off from it. When he was trying to disassemble, who the who the fuck knows what happened? So hinderer, big brain, they could have just been like, "Oh, okay, send a knife in." And well, here's the thing in that story too. He said he tried to reach out to hinderer by emailing them, but they didn't respond. So UK, look at it this way, guys. Five hundred dollars. That's it's a lot of fucking money. If you make that's a lot of money for a freaking knife we don't need. It's literally just a collector item at this point because it's whatever. So $500, and the knife is dull as fuck, the action is bad, which is subjective, obviously. 
I mean, it's, and, it's but Triway. This, Take it off the, your shitty fucking Teflon washers and put it on bearings. But yeah. Yeah, so he he sheared a screw. So can you imagine the... Dude, I would be so mad. And you email them and they don't email oh, it, you back. It, so what is your next step? If my fucking screw breaks and I'm using the tool that you provided on the hardware that you put on my new knife, you can go fuck yourself. I'm never buying anything from you yeah, again. Would, yeah, exactly. Then you try to reach out to them. And they're like, oh, you're a fucking email. idiot. Yeah, and they ignore you. So <laughs> your next step to me is naturally just to go to the ranch group <laughs> and freaking Blast complain about yeah. it there. And you try to contact and them, let's they be honest get back here. to you, put them on blast. And let's be real here. Every Facebook group or any group dedicated to anything, any fandom, any product is all full of fanboys and fangirls and whatever cronies that are like dude hindu was the best thing ever and then this is every group this is literally every group on the planet for everything so obviously people are going to defend it so the guy was crying about it and people are like dude let's send it in then and i guess someone probably that was a moderator for the group which is probably someone that works for hindu they let they sent he got he sent it in and they made a video about it pretty much shitting on the customer and they did apologize about like the strip screw, or whatever. But then they That's showed the, the action. Thing. And they're like, dude, the action's great. Yeah. What? That's the only thing they 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 apologized for at all was the screw. Like the action's fine. It's plenty sharp. Oh yeah. It cuts. But the funniest part about that video was like, <laughs> the cut test. That knife is fucking dull, bro. If you can't cut, if your knife can't cut printer paper and you're fucking moving your hand fifty miles per hour. Oh yeah, he was ripping it through it. <laughs> Dude, fucking your knife is fucking dull as shit, bro. And this is the K mind, you guys. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back to what I just said. This is a five hundred dollar knife. Five hundred freaking dude. I could buy a fucking Amazon knife, like a Civivi or a fucking San Renmu Land. It will cut paper, guarantee it. Like no doubt in my goddamn mind. I had mind, a center move, and the day I fucking got it, it was like an axis lock to knock off. I was just flicking it, and that motherfucker sliced the shit out of me. <laughs> because why? Because yeah. they sharpen their fucking knives. Because they're not, and, I guess, and they're five dollars. Yeah. They're not fucking five hundred. Yeah, yeah. And those knives are literally made in China by some little kid, presumably and in like five. That minutes. little kid can sharpen a hell of a lot better than these grown ass fucking adults who are selling a premium product and yeah so i go yeah that's another complaint he said the centering was off which i mean if, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with and it, you, it, it, it was funny because in the video usually as long as it's not scraping it's the yeah but yeah he in this it, he's in the video it, he, he gets it nowhere fucking near the camera he's like can you it looks pretty good to me he said pretty good <laughs> he doesn't he does centering not say it's centered he's like eh, yeah that's not bad Centering is not a debatable thing. Where it's like it's 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 pretty much centered. It's either it's either it's center, center or, it's or it not. favors one side. That's how you like. If yeah, I'm selling an knife yeah, and it's sixty percent to the lock side, it favors lock side. Not it's pretty good. If you go and fucking sell a knife and say it's pretty good, people are gonna be like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" So for them as a company to be like, "Yeah, it's, it's passable." What the fuck does that mean? And it's not like so basically the customer can fix it because yeah, he can't but, take apart the fucking knife. So I'll quote this guy what he says. Let's see. So basically he's saying if you have problems with a knife and you don't like it, we'll give you a refund. But he also said don't make up issues if you have buyer's remorse. Don't waste their time. So, yeah, exactly. So he was insinuating that, that the knife did not have these issues. 
Yeah, it's like, how can you admit that the, sh- the, the, the screw is sheared, and it's dull as fuck, and the centering is pretty good, but now you're going to say, don't make up issues when you just admitted the three fucking issues for a $500 knife, mind you. And don't waste our time. Is it like, just me, what? or does this guy have a really punchable face? Oh, yeah, this guy looks like Ben Shapiro's, like, <laughs> little brother. Does he not? Yeah, does he have a sister? Yeah. So, that video is just like... I don't know how companies could just even think this is a good idea. Because when this video released, I'm like, that's going to get deleted. This guy yeah, <laughs> this was uploaded five days ago. fucking PR. Oh, it's unlisted. Yeah. Oh, it's unlisted? I mean, but still, I mean, if you have the link, which I do. If you want to see it, at me. Find me somewhere. Go on the you, uh, we Kai may be able to whip up the uh, the follow along for us if you are in the Discord or just join our Discord. Just email me behind the edge pod at gmail Give me a hundred dollars and I'll send you the video. How about that? Just and we'll get it sent over. Yeah, look, look Vex. I, right kidding. under the video, it has the title and it says unlisted right below it. Yeah, yeah. I see These it. motherfuckers. Cause so so they know they fucked up. Yeah, so it's like, I, it's like, okay, say if that guy was a piece of shit and he lied about everything, why do you bother to make a video about it? Who gives a shit? Yeah, you know how bitter you had to be to take the time to record a video, upload it to YouTube, and, and this is all presumably, let's be honest, they may have worked on the edge or worked on the detent before filming the video. We don't fucking know. We didn't see them taking the knife out of the, you know, shipping box. And I'm like I'm a firm believer like if you have a pro- like if, say if that was me in mind if like he said he said the action was not good so I'm taking a video of every detail and then if this dumb fucker made a video like he did and said oh you're lying I'm gonna be like dude this is a video and I'll make a video of me sending the fucking knife the way it is in the box yeah just a so one you up can't there. ever call me a liar because it's like bro okay I'm I'm packing this knife up okay look at the action let's dog shit centering's off screw sheared shitty ass um sharpening job i'm gonna box it up send it today i i mean you can't i mean whatever i'll send it or post a video or not post a video i'll upload it or i'll record myself you're just gonna get doing into vlogs that. just to sit on this fucking knife yeah i'll vlog my little experience stop with at it. starbucks so some... grab me a iced frappe and then i'll take it in the post office so yeah so it's just like i don't know it's just cringe that they even uploaded this and thought this is a good idea. I mean, they for sure lost at least one customer, because whoever sent this in after being belittled by this company, do you think he he wants to fucking own a Hinder? And a lot Uh, of people that buy Hinders, they usually buy multiple, you know? Oh yeah, like, the Hinders, they sell really well. I mean, I'll just tell, I'll just say this about Hinder. Who does Steel Flame make um, their stuff for? Oh, fuck. (laughs) What? Hinder? Shut the fuck up. Yep. Let me buy a clip that's three times the price of my knife. Oh, Kai said they deleted that post on Facebook as well. Oh, so that's good. I mean, like I said, I'm never going to be in the Hinderer group because I don't give a shit about Hinderer. Like, I I care when they bring new shit into the knife world because I care about knives. Bring back the full track and I'll give a shit again. I shouldn't have sold mine. I hate myself. So, yeah. So, and yeah, Kai said they deleted Facebook posts. So, whatever. They hate free speech, too, so just kidding. <laughs> so much for being a good no. American company, right? All I'm saying is Timmy Reeve, 
I know he's a little um, abrasive a little bit sometimes, but I don't think he'd act in that way. That's crazy. But you never know. I mean, the knife community's um, let me down a lot of times before, so you never know now. Some of these fucking companies are just trash. This is probably one of the worst, though. Like, a lot of companies have done shady or creepy shit, but just straight up blasting a customer on your YouTube channel, which isn't that big, but still, that's fucking 5,000 subscribers. It's a lot of fucking people seeing you look like an idiot. And, like, in the, you're blasting him, and he's, like, in the right the whole time. Yeah. Like, and even in the comments, if you look on YouTube, <laughs> this, this is really good. He, he quoted the guy from video because the guy said, I'm not the best paper cutter in the world. He said, yeah, neither is that knife. Yeah. Because like, she's not fucking like, sharp. It is so obviously, like, how can you think you're, like, displaying the issues with this knife and you're acting like they're not issues when the knife is obviously fucked up and now you're trying to put it on the guy for whatever reason. You know, honestly, that guy could, like, I'm not saying, but that guy could have easily dulled the blade. He could have just fucking ran it across a fucking stone. But it's like, why would he do that? What's he getting out of it? Yeah, I mean, it... Nothing. You don't get nothing. You think Henry's going to be like, all right, we're going to send you a free knife every month for the rest of your life. Like, no, this ain't no, fucking you're gonna get, Kellogg's or some crazy shit. You're wasting shit. your time. You're going to get your $500 back. That's it. Yeah, then they're going to make a video of you calling your dumbass. That's free. And you're <laughs> the right. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, he sends this knife, the, I mean, the screw, but he shouldn't have taken apart the knife using the tool that we gave him. But fuck this guy. He's a, he's a piece of shit and he's stupid. And I, I'm not going to be one of those people because, like, people always say, like, I hate to be one of these people. Like, oh, dude, Hinder has been dropping the ball lately. But I really think that's accurate. I really I mean, think. They have. This shows just how out of touch they are with with their community. The fact that they had this, this fucking douchey discount Ben Shapiro looking motherfucker. Come on and be like, you don't know how to flip a knife. Why the fuck would you say that to your customer base? What the fuck is wrong with you? That's what, You might say that to your coworkers, you know, the knife comes back and like, this looks just fine. What a fucking yeah. idiot. That's cool. Do not fucking film it and put it up on the internet because that shit's eternal. Yeah. Like I said, like, say if that guy's being an asshole and whatever, just... Get the knife back. So he sent it to you. Just fix it and get it done, and that's it. And maybe he'll be like, wow, that was good on them. I paid $500, and they have a warranty. What Hinder has a lifetime warranty. I mean, so, the, the, the fucking crazy thing is, too, you know they they probably replaced the screw on this knife, and because there were, quote-unquote, no other issues, they just sold it again. So someone else yeah, is going to get a, a dull knife that may have shitty action and bad centering. I would honestly, like... Because I know there's a lot of people I know personally in the knife community that, like, when they get a new knife from anyone, they sharpen themselves. But if I got a knife and it's fucking dull as shit, I'd be pretty pissed. It, it depends for me. It, you know, if I buy, I was going to say Civivi, but Civivi is always consistently sharp. But if I buy a knife in the you know, $40, $50 price range and it's a little dull, I don't care. If I buy a fucking $500 knife, that shit better <laughs> shave hair immediately. Yeah. Like, that's just that's just not a fucking excuse at $500. Yeah, $500, like I said, $500. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, so Kai just sent us a, a picture of one of our buddies. Eclipse. Um, um, and and Eclipse. he owns a lot of fucking Hinder. A lot. Yeah. This is the... That's incredible. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's just showing us a picture of the spine of... Yeah, so we're, lo we're looking at this swedge. Um, 
and it's it's fucked. The uh, primary bevel is also fucked, and it looks like the secondary bevel is a little fucked as well. It's kind of hard to see that one, but yeah, it's it like bent. Terrible. It looks like the whole tip is bent. It's like just like Stevie Wonder ground that night. <laughs> like someone that was someone's first day in the job, or someone's like has legit fucking. Blindness. And that passed QC. Yeah, and it's just like, yep, this is good to go. You know that meme with Steve Buscemi and he has, like, fucked up eyes? Oh, my God. It's like, it's like a fucking it's good flounder checked it. Yeah, it's like, yeah. So, I, like I said, I don't want to be one of those people, like, this company's, lo-, like, people say that about CRK. I think CRK is, they're losing touch, even all their, even though all their knives fucking sell out. Instantly. I will say, like, how can you I, say that? I don't anymore own any more CRKs at the moment. Um, they're just... It, the ones I've tried just aren't for me, but they they were consistent. Yeah. Everyone I've tried has been consistent. Yeah. And realistically, and like I, and, yeah. when you're a production company, you can have occasional good quality all you want to, but if you don't have consistency, no one's going to trust you. Exactly. Like That's like any job you have or any product-making job. It's like you have to be within a window of, like, errors yeah like 90 it's usually like 99.997 like something really ridiculous like has to pass through qc and anything less than that obviously is terrible for your company because it's like people are going to be like and here's the thing in any group or any forum the loudest people are the ones that have issues like who's gonna go like, most normal people, they don't join, like, a car forum or whatever forum they're for if they're happy with their product. Usually, a lot of people go to forums when they have a problem. It's, see yeah, it's either they have thing. a problem or they're... Occasionally, you'll see people who are just obsessed with the company. They're like, oh, I want yeah, exactly. to fuck her like, You'll have those okay people. But usually, like I said, it's a problem. Same thing. Yeah, you exactly. don't go post a fucking Amazon review because it's such a good product. Yeah. So, yeah, which, I mean, we're just harping on this at this point, like, Hinder completely handled this terribly. They need to hire PR people in general. They need to completely train their uh, knife making staff again, and they need to fire whoever the fuck's doing QC for them because they've never touched a knife. I hate to be this way, but if you were a knife company, you think you get reference knives from other companies and be like, "Hey, we need to be at least as good as this, if not better." Oh yeah, exactly. And like Hinder has been around for thirty-five fucking years. I don't. And I they mean, still obviously, can't probably not the folding knives. Thirty-five years. CRK started in like fucking eighty-seven, so about the same time. So it's just like, that's a long time for not even sharp knives. Yeah, for you to be putting out mediocre products. That's th- and the fact that this product marked your thirty-fifth anniversary and it came out like this is fucking sad. And this is like, I hate to bring this whole shit up about American made and whatever, but it's like. I don't know. Well, we, me, me and you are both Americans. A lot of Americans, like, they tout American-made this and that. But it's like, if we're going to tout that and be proud of American-made or whatever country you're in, you need to hold them to a fucking high standard then. Yeah, step at the and fuck And they up. need to hold themselves to a high standard, obviously. Because it's, like, it's not there. Uh, and that's a, a problem with a lot of American companies. Like, they think, I think they're just riding off the, like, made in America thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like... That doesn't mean shit if the product's garbage. Yeah, that's that, like a Sog, like a freaking um, Gerber. Those yeah. all were like legendary quality back in the day, before way before I was born. Now look at them now. 
They're terrible. They're a joke. I mean, the new songs are decent, I guess, but it's just like, I wouldn't say they're like the, you know, pinnacle of American made anymore. I not. promise you, I'm going to take one of the new Sog, SOG XR line and put it up against the Civivium. The Civivium is probably going to beat it in damn near every way for yeah, $30 like, less. And Hinderer, they're so proud of the, the American made. Like, have you seen big of the font they use on Made in USA? Jesus Christ. Like, come on. Fucking it's, fucking like, it's like, oh yeah, the font's great. Let's bold it. Bold it again. I bold the font on the... It's on the blade, right? Yeah. It's on the... So, I mean, it's pretty big. And obviously, CRK has Made in Idaho, which is obviously still America. But yeah, so if we're going to tout this American made, this and that, then you need to give up good products. Sorry, I was and, wrong. It's not Made in America. They just put a big-ass USA on the side. Oh, yeah, they just put USA, huh? <laughs> it's fucking enormous. You know what would be sick if one company just put an American flag? That'd be sick. Well, Ker- that's what like, Kershaw does in the main America. It's like a reverse American flag. Yeah, that's true. I think it looks good. It looks good. But, yeah, so... And obviously, I'm not saying every knife has to be perfect, because that's unattainable. Perfection is untainable, as far as a production company goes. But when one does fall through the cracks, you need to fucking make it right. You need to reassure the customer that was a rare thing and we're gonna yeah, help you be like get, i get fucked a good up product. i'm sorry we will get you a better one yeah exactly that's just how it should how be. how has nintendo and not they... sued them yet for stealing their rapid ass for their logo <laughs> well, oh yeah they're shitty ass whores no but seriously i mean rapid if ass. if you're running a company that's not the way to handle it rick should know better after 35 years he just he fucked this whole thing up or whoever was handling this fucked everything up and it's yeah, his and it's company, like, so he needs and his name's attached to the yeah. company, so it's yeah. If your name's attached to the company, it's fair to blame you because your name is literally on the fucking yep. knives. And when you name so, a company after yourself, Chris Reeve, Rick, Hend- not Rick Hinder, but Hinderer Knives, like yeah. Richard, Dick, Dick <laughs> Hinderer, Rick Reeves. No, no, no. Um. Yeah, I think that's I think that's about it for this episode. They fucked up. They need to remove the flipper tab, put some thumb studs, and step it up a bit. And CRK, bring back the tie lock and Magna Cup, please. Oh, yeah. Please. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty good episode. I mean, we kind of, like, bitched for the last 25 that's minutes. All, but I think that's the all we like do. They, they would not listen if they didn't like us bitching about stuff. Yeah. So, if you guys have any, if you have any stories you have with, um complaints or just issues with knives you bought let us know yeah email us it's let us uh, know behind if, the edge pod at gmail.com yeah let us know if you bought a shitty ass richard hinder and it they just ignored you whatever <laughs> you know yeah just let us know yeah but anyways this is um it's been a good podcast we're it was supposed to be short but we were bitching too much so it got extended so you're welcome yeah a little bit extra free yeah. talking so thank you guys for all supporting us. Thanks for the emails. We appreciate the emails. We want more from you guys. We like interacting with you guys. So let us know. Um, yeah, and check us out on Instagram, Behind the Edge Pod. That's a very good Cast? question. Uh, let, let, let me look super quick. We're gonna. They're losing their patience with us for sure. We can cut this out so it doesn't like make us look bad either. Just <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna do all that. If you're listening to this, I was too lazy to edit all of this shit out um but you can email us at behind the edge pod and our instagram is uh behind the edge podcast just one fucking word um you can find us there we make posts occasionally you'll see a post about this episode 
Um, so follow us there. Uh, we've been getting surprisingly a, a good amount. We've got like an extra 100 followers in the last two months. So like 25% increase. Um, but yeah, follow us on Instagram. Shoot us an email at behindtheedgepod.com. Uh, join our Discord. Come chat with us. Give us money. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you guys for supporting Thanks, us. Thanks, guys. Bye. Peace. Fuck y'all. Just kidding.